The Better on Draft podcast is recorded live in Detroit Sound Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. Now, pop that 40 and kick back with your hosts, Dan, Nick, Ken, Rob, and Matt. And we are live. Episode number 81 of the Better on Draft podcast. My name is Ken. Sitting with me are my hosts going around the table. Matt, what's going on? (laughs) I I seem to have had an accident, Ken. (laughs) (laughs) We can tell. I put on my headphones and the part of the cord that was under the can I was drinking came forth to me. Oh, boy. And came off the table. And I look like Adam Sandler in the middle of Billy Madison at the moment. (laughs) When they're on that first grade field trip. So, so you're saying that the liquid has impeded upon your pants. I'm just saying uh, I, would be, I would also be best friends with Ernie. But, but what was in your cup? What did you? Oh, that was this very delicious liquid by Veterans Brewing Company oh. called um, Hoorah. Yeah, Hoorah, rather. Hoorah. 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 Yeah, that too. Hoorah. And now it's Hoorah on your pants. Hoorah <laughs> That sounds like a good time. <laughs> sounds like yeah. a, that's, that sounds like a beer name for like uh, imperial aged beer. <laughs> the Imperial Hooyah. Hooyah. Is that, that, would I call this Denim Age then? Denim Age. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna, are you trying to soak it up on your body so you get drunk that way? Yeah. You, it, what's the opposite of butt chugging? Um, <laughs> chugging? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I'll be like a frog today and just soak it in through my, oh my layers gosh. of skin. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, that's are, are happening. You, are you drinking anything right uh, now? Yeah, I've got a diverse. <laughs> what's that red's right there? Uh, oh, I have a raspberry and a peach. And we're going to see if they, they don't poison like, me. Dude, look at the, the, the combination he has over here. He's got like, mean, the reds, he's got the line of Kugel Summer Shandy, and he has hams. I, but, oh, yeah. I mean, basically, <laughs> so you got lemonade, peach, and raspberry. I mean, you, you're basically and making piss. a... I mean... Whoa, 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 whoa. People spend more money for urine than they do for hams. I don't know about that. So he's got piss in a can, but not on his pants. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Hey, I'm not not judging people who drink hams. It's just not my... my, my, $12 for a 30 rack. Yeah, I know. It's not my bag. But, I mean, you're like a couple can of reds away from making a fruit salad. (laughs) I'm saying you guys... And you you judge me for drinking a limerita. <laughs> At least this is an. I'm ale. judging him for bringing a grape arita last week. <laughs> well, we all did drink that. Yeah, yeah. that was good times. That actually was not bad. Was, Nick, what are you drinking over there? Uh, I am starting with uh, a Veterans Beer Co. Uh, Bunker Buster, their brown rye, and a Modelo Especial. All right. Don't ask me why. Yeah, it's not single till next week. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah, you I'm are on vacation, so I wanted something. You know. Must be nice. Yeah. Yeah, right? No. So I, had, I had to wake up at the crack of 9 o'clock today. Yeah. <laughs> I'll probably be waking up at 9 o'clock tomorrow, and I'm on vacation. And you're on vacation. What? Rob, what's going on? Hey, you know, doing my thing. What are you drinking over there? I got myself uh, a little protein cup. shake. Yeah, a little protein. I'm triple fisting. I got a, a chocolate <laughs> protein shake. Chocolate uh, protein shake. 
um, a cup of the Veterans Bunker Buster, and a Founders Sumatra Mountain. Ooh. So brown on brown. Brown on brown. Brown on brown on brown. <laughs> I was going to say, I still, I, I still think that Sumatra is much better in bottle than it is on draft. And Definitely. So, so so weird to say it, especially for the name of our show and for the fact that I love brown ales. But the first time that I had it, I had it at the brewery, and it was mm-hmm. just god-awful. And then I had it in a bottle, I think, when Kevin showed up. And yeah. it was just probably one of the most amazing browns I ever had. And it's so weird to have such a distinction between the draft and the the bottle itself. I think the thing right. is, when you get beer on draft, you don't get a whole lot of carbonation in the beer. And I think sometimes some beers are better with the carbonation. Like, you drink a, I know I'm going to go back to my Miller Lite. You get it, it, there's almost no head to it. It's just flat and fizzy. Whereas if you get it in a can, you pour it out, or even if you pop it out what of the What if you get it in a Vortex bottle? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> One of those wide mouth 32 can. ounce crushers. Yeah. Um, you get a little bit of head, a little bit of extra to it. So, I don't know. Well, uh, I just finished a, uh, a beer myself. I just finished the, uh, the Freedom Road from a Veteran Beer Co., uh, I had it when I uh, went to the Polar Beers Festival a couple months ago in Royal Oak, and our guest from Veteran Beer Co., Greg, how you doing? Good. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. Glad you're here. So this was, I was probably drinking this when I was talking to you at Polar Beer Fest. I hope was, so. It was I probably so. one of the best beers I had at the festival, and I definitely stopped there a few times when your line wasn't, you know, long or there wasn't a lot of people crowding because you were by the founder's tent i think too. we we were by the <laughs> band which it seemed yeah, like that at, at uh for that festival it was so packed that that's where the only bubble was where you could go to get air and luckily there was air and veteran beer so we got yes. a lot of people coming through that <laughs> way so uh how long you work for veteran beer co for uh, a little over a year i started out uh part-time initially because uh we were getting ready to launch in michigan so i was helping prepare for the launch and then we launched for fourth of july weekend of last year right mm-hmm. here in michigan so um that's when i went full-time and and i've been ro- rocking ever since so i i read on uh, the website that you guys are veteran owned veteran employed so obviously you were in the marine corps s- marine corps yeah. all right yeah. the sable marine corps vet yep. oh okay Hoorah. <laughs> um how long were you in the marines for uh, a little over four years okay yeah so i did uh the four years I did Afghanistan and Iraq. I had to extend a little while to do Iraq. My options were do Afghanistan twice or extend and, and do Iraq. And mm. I didn't want to leave the military and, and know I didn't go over. So it was for the sightseeing. I, I'm lucky. I feel like a lot of people get very jaded by going the same place over and over and over again. I'm lucky that in my career, I was able to go to different war zones. So war is hell, but don't mm. go to the same war zone. <laughs> <laughs> So you've been did did you work in the beer industry before or is this kind of well, your first foray into this it was this was my first time in here and where I got extremely lucky I w- I was looking for for work at the time <clears throat> and the the model with the veteran beer company is we can only hire veterans and that goes from our founder CEO all the way down through the company and that makes it so that we have to look at people and say are they right for the position you know we don't have to say okay Veterans are about 2% of the population. They're having a lot of trouble finding work. So why not give this person a second look? So that's what they did with me. They looked and asked themselves, okay, he's a veteran. Is he good for the position? You know, and I I didn't have the experience in the industry. I've had some sales experience, but that's what what you do, right? You're you're in sales. Well, uh, I'm called the state director, so I do every – so my predominant – job in in veteran beer company is the michigan sales sure. but we also give 10 percent top line revenue to local veteran charities right, so yep. i deal with the charities and that's why you know 
I'm selling beer, so that's amazing. But mm-hmm. working for a company that's only run by veterans, so we're helping veterans and donating to veteran local veteran charities. It's nice. it's an awesome, awesome. Yeah. Job. There's nothing to not dislike. Oh no, I mean, and ideally, you guys are drinking it, and people listening are drinking it. Mm-hmm. It's good beer first that they want to drink, and you know, a good cause after that. As I'm drinking it, <laughs> I'm about to say the next. Well, the, the brown ale is delicious. I just the, had it. Yes, so. the, yeah. the bunker buster, the we... mother of all beers. <laughs> How does that make you feel? That, that you, you were saying before the show started. If, if, if I can go, if oh, I do yeah. want to go into Did this, you watch Chiro. What's that? Did you no, watch we watched CRL. Yeah, no, 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 we're not getting into that conversation. I didn't admit to it then, and I didn't. I'm not admitting to it now. I have no idea what you're talking. You just about. had that, to be home at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah right. So this was. You were actually saying that this was actually going to be called something else, and it was going to be called Mother. Well, well, ex- explain well, so, that a little bit. So I think it was last July. Mm-hmm. We were we were sampling the beer and we were kicking around names for it, and we were coming up with all different types. I mean, we're the veteran beer company. Yeah, it's not a clever name. It's you know 100 owned and operated by veterans. So we're coming up with military. Names and I thought, you know, how about the mother of all bombs, mother of all beers? Beers we'll call it the Moab, and uh, everyone's like, you know, I think that's just too obscure. I don't think anyone would know it. So we come up with Bunker Buster, and we're all happy with Bunker Buster, and and okay, that's uh, the, the mother of all bombs is considered a Bunker Buster because it will blow the hell out of anything you drop sure. it on. So so then about a week and a half ago, the yeah. the, the, the Moab became very yeah. up in everyone's mind, and yeah. I got sent an email very that, newsworthy. Yeah, I got a email. Uh, I got sent an email with our updated uh, our, our posters, and of course, the cr- across the top of it is the mother of all beers as the nickname for the Bunker Buster. I said that is. It's really clever, guys. You're good. And, uh, <laughs> if someone would have only thought about that a while back, yeah, you yeah know, right. Well, for, you got to think forward thinking, and they oh, they yeah. were on top of it. They they were probably like, "Where did I hear that before?" But let's go back to you for a second because you, you said veterans are two percent of the population. Yeah, they always have a hard time trying to find work after their tour of duty, or you know, they go you know on uh, medical re- medical uh, discharge, th- you know, things like that. How hard was it for you to get? In, back into the workforce. How long? How long? Do you remember how long you were out before you kind of settled here at, at Veteran? Well, it, it, it's difficult, and they. I think it's something like if you're just a veteran and you get out and you're looking for work. Now we're we're behind than a lot of people because we get out, we go to college. Mm-hmm. Now we're so much older, yeah. so a lot of times they're thinking, "I want fresh people or people with experience." Sure. And now you have a family. <clears throat> you know, yeah. you have all, all this time, you're older, you can't set back to right. where, you know, people were when they were just getting fresh out of college, right. but that's where they expect you to do that. So um, that's where, you know, we try and work with pl- people to, if you can't do, not many places could do 100% yeah. operated by veterans, but we ask people to take that second look because, um, you know, w- what I say is there was an individual, they said, okay, other than just being patriotic and helping out the veterans, why should we hire a veteran over sure. a regular person? And I, I know the exact reason why. And it's because veterans are trained mm-hmm. and, and we go into when we're in the field that if you need if you get told to take a hill, you go and take the hill. Yeah. It's not firing starts happening and you turn and say, I know you said to take the hill, but I'm not sure if you noticed that they're they're kind of shooting at us, so I can't do it. And that's the mentality we take to the mm. workforce. And that's what I tell people. So what's unfortunate is if you are a veteran, you have harder time finding work because you don't have that experience. Mm-hmm. If you're a disabled veteran, I think the percentage is like 80% chance you'll never work again. Really? And that should not be the case. And we right. need more than just gestures, you know, and that's part of the reason we're a brewery. Our story started here, if, if I can. Yeah, no, by all means. Our, 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 so, I'll give you the full circle. 
our our corporate where our founder CEO or brewmaster is mm-hmm. is Chicago, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Our current brewery for the beers in Michigan is Stevens Point, Wisconsin, which we want to be here as soon as possible in Michigan brewing. Sure, uh, but. Our story started in 2012. Our founder, CEO, he owns another company as well. He was in a veteran unemployment summit here in Detroit, Michigan. Mm. And he realized there just didn't seem to be much teeth. You know, a lot of patting each other on the back. Here's a bunch of plaques about uh, veteran unemployment, but no one doing anything about it. So on his way home, he was feeling a little disheartened. And he said, you know what? I need to do something about this myself. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, he's driving home and sign after sign is drink for your vets and put up this beer for your vets and, and, and whatnot. And he thought, okay, let me look into this. And he saw that that year, and I, I don't know if he really wants me saying this on a <laughs> podcast, but he saw that that year Budweiser donated $600,000 to veteran charities. And we say, wow, that's great. I, I'd still take that money to this day for veteran charities. Sure. The issue we had was they spent $16 million to promote that. And he thought, we can yeah. do better. We right. can do better. Right. So he created a company. He wanted it to be uh, – so he said we could do better. He created this beer <clears throat> company. And he wants to be top-notch beer that people want to drink. Mm-hmm. And you happen to be doing good stuff for veterans. Right. And that's why he built into it. You have to be a veteran to work here. Mm-hmm. You can't hire a non-veteran. And also 10% top-line revenue goes to local veteran charities. That's, that's and just awesome. So that's, that guarantees yeah. it's never a gimmick. And whether if we're profitable or not, we have to give. And hopefully that doesn't put us under. <laughs> right. Uh, we want to get there to where we, we're confident and growing throughout the, the, uh, the country. And, uh, and hopefully that will continue. Well, it seems that you know, prepping for today's show, that there's been a very positive response in – the beer that you guys have. We got, we have a couple on the table. We got the Bunker Buster. We got the Freedom Row, which is the American Lamber. We got the Huya IPA and then the Blonde... Blonde Bomber. Blonde Bomber. I'll make it easy for you. They appreciate it. So, but reading it, you guys entered have entered in multiple contests, beer, beer competitions, and you guys taken home what seems to be a great number yeah. of awards for i'm assuming probably these three right yeah, here yeah we have this one probably not so much yet because it's still kind of yeah, new yeah it's very new it's limited so that will come and go before we probably enter it in and stuff i don't know how that works they enter it but uh so yeah the 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 three we've entered in mm-hmm. 42 nationally ranked events we've taken home medals win place or show in 39 of That's them so it. it's done very very well now, now these three that we have here besides the bu- the bunker bus are these kind of like your your mainstays? The, the flagship? Yes, they're they're all. We always have these three in bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, they're our mainstays. They're they're here all all year long. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we do is right now we kind of have a rotating tap. Sure. So right now we have Blonde Bomber, and for the most part, that almost always stays on. Yeah. And then it's going to rotate between Huya and Freedom Rune. Okay. So uh, so that is is something to look for. You know, finding us on tap, and which is cool. I don't know if you can see it from over there, but this is our tap handle. It's uh, oh shit. This that is a <laughs> that is. very large. Caliber. So for everyone at home, <laughs> what you're looking at is a battlefield fired round. Oh. It comes from an A10 Warthog. It is the only tap handle that is regulated by the ATF. We have to prove it's inert before we can send it out because it was a live fired round. So um, <laughs> I assume most people here from Michigan, yep. that's the plane that flies in Selfridge Air Force Base is the A-10. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. So that's what they fire. I actually met an individual. I stopped into the VFW in uh, Royal Oak. Okay. And he's like, yeah, I I have a bunch of those in the back of my trunk. (laughs) <laughs> I'm like, all right. You should have oh. said that on the podcast well, for sure. Well, well, he said expended rounds. Yeah. So, so, so I, I, hopefully they weren't live rounds. Right. So, Matt, you just carried that round just now. How heavy is that? Uh, Even though that's it's fired. Th- this is uh, girthy. <laughs> to, to say. 
<laughs> um, and it's it's kind of sharp. I mean, it it's got a point to it. Yeah, it, you know, it's it's definitely something that. If you took, it, it could look almost like a vampire's tooth, <laughs> um, a silver stake. Yeah, I would yeah. not want to have. I would not want to be the on the on the well, receiving well, end, the opposite barrel of this. Well, think about that. Off. That comes out of a plane, and they shoot. And this is probably large, but like a thousand. Yeah. And I want to say a second, but that's not true. I was an infantry grunt, so oh, people are geez. asking me a lot of questions about this, and I'm like, I didn't fly a plane, I didn't shoot a plane, I, I don't particularly know the details. Sure, but think about this, and I did. I did in Afghanistan hear one of these be fired on on the side of a mountain. It sounded like a whale call, and it just looked like it exploded. And this is a bullet, not a bomb. So to see like just fire erupt shows the devastating power of uh, I mean, our tap handle, like the size of a silver dollar. You know, (laughs) around eleven inches around is people. Gosh, when people see that initially at like festivals, they uh. They don't know what it is. They think it's they think it's other things for a while, right? And uh, you really realize how dirty of minds people have. <laughs> what? What? Okay, well, they I... ask where the batteries go, and Ken's <laughs> 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 trying not to laugh. At I have to imagine. <laughs> I have to imagine only a man would ask that question because uh, I don't think a girl would say, "Yeah, you know I what? Mean... I want." Well, I want that. Well, and I, and I have the mentality. Uh, <laughs> You know, you don't know who you're talking to. So I've seen some guys mention that the lady's just next to them. And I'm oh, like, you're no. lucky you're not getting slapped or right. something. I'm like, I'll, you know, it depends on the lady, but I'm not, I'm not leaving oh, with yeah, any of that yeah. com- those comments. So let's, 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 uh, let's go back to veteran, veteran operator. Vet- yeah. Everyone's a veteran. Do you suppose that, that that's a, ben- like a huge benefit to have when you compare to other breweries where they just, you know, hire, not necessarily off the street per se, uh, but different backgrounds. But for Veteran Beer Co., everyone's a veteran. Yeah. Everyone served their time however long. Yeah. Do you think there, there's a different kind of – obviously there's the camaraderie when you're actually serving. Do you think that kind of trickles over into Veteran Beer Co., that, that camaraderie well, of, you know – Well, absolutely. And, like, to go back to the initial comment about, hey, why do I hire – should I hire a veteran than anyone else? Yeah. And – and I believe that about myself mm-hmm. initially. And I said to you know to <clears throat> other people, I think that's the way it was with veterans. But then working with veterans exclusively, sure. I have no doubt in my mind that that is it. Like you give us a problem, we find a, a way. You know, we had a, our first charity here in Michigan mm-hmm. um, was a USA Cares event we donated to, okay. and we were they were getting product and. There's a legal way of doing that. And we went the legal way of doing it. Sure. But they were taking our product. And our distributor uh, called me. The event was Saturday. Mm-hmm. They calls me on Friday. And I'm at the uh, I'm at the boat show, the boat races down in Detroit. Okay. Watching the it. hydroplane I, races. I, I, was, I was working, but I was watching the show. And uh, they called me to tell me. Yeah, the hydro. Yep. Yep. And um, they, they call me and they're like, Greg, we're here with the truck. There's no one here to pick up the beer. They have no idea about veteran beer being here. No one has the money. They've been there for an hour. The truck's going to leave. And I said, we need to figure this out. I said, give me five minutes. He said, I can't. The driver's about to leave. I said, this is the first time I've heard of this. Right. And we, this is not just us. If this were an event and I wasn't selling beer, that's one thing. But this is a charity event. If they sure. don't have product tomorrow, that's a bad event for them. And right. we can't allow that to happen. And later... Uh, they they were talking about um, 
the the people that run the company were mentioning how I'm one of the best reps they have mm-hmm. and and whatnot. And I don't know, you know, they, people say say whatever, and I I link it back to that when I didn't just accept the fact that oh you can't have the beer, no one's there, and and so within 15 minutes we had it re- resolved. The person came out, they were extremely apologetic, and the beer was at the event the next day. And because you know you just can't, and that's in life they say don't take no for an answer, but it's not just you know you run into a barrier, you find a way around it. Right. Right. And I feel like a lot of people out there, not everyone, they, they don't look at it that way. They said, oh, you did the best you could. Well, and I didn't say you need to do this. I said, give me five minutes and I'll figure this out. And that's what we did within, you know, it was a little longer than five minutes. It was, it was within 15. Sure. We had sure, it resolved. Sure. So now, let, go ahead, Matt. Um, let's just talk kind of more about the principle. Like, yeah, where, where do you guys brew? How does that work out? So right now we brew in Stevens Point, Wisconsin, and what we do is we we lease or contract brew, whichever uh, term. And every time we brew, we send out our master brewer to oversee the process. We do that because you know, you guys know the industry; they, it'd be fine just to have it, them do it. But we want to ensure a higher class of product. Every single time we brew, whether it's in any of our brewing locations, we want it to be the exact same thing every single time. High quality, high class beer. And we contract brew compared to having a brew facility because – and I've seen it time and time again when I'm in meetings with my founder and CEO. um, It's it's amazing that he wants us to grow as quickly as possible and not because – he wants to get rich because right now I can guarantee you he's not making much money on this. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wants to help as many veterans as he can. Sure. And he always reminds us it's about the beer first because, you know, we're not a charity. We don't want to be Girl Scout cookies. Oh, a, there's it, veterans. it is a business. It is a business. Yep. But um, <clears throat> he wants to grow as quickly as possible because the same year he decided to do this was the year that the, the statistic came out that 22 uh, military people were committing suicide, I think, an hour. I'm not the – Cheese. Okay. Day? That yeah. was the day. You're probably right on that Either too. Way, I'm not a statistics way, guy. That's yeah. not. Yeah, that's not good. Oh, it's it's no. awful, and and that's his mentality. And and a lot of people believe, and I'm a, one of these, that the reason why that's happening is you get out, mm-hmm. and you say now what? You start over. You have a family of people depending on you, yep. and you feel worthless because I was infantry, and other than becoming a police officer or other things, which is great jobs, I, I felt like I had nothing else I, I could do. So I went to college, <clears throat> and then again, still, that's happening. I was 28, 29 getting out of college yep. and going in there. You know, Now they want to give me starting positions, which – you know, you look at, you say, okay, you have all this military career. If I had not gone in the military, I would be this much further. And it, it became sure. a hindrance. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what his mentality was by lease brewing compared to, you know, brick and mortar. Because then sometimes I wish we did because you could always fall back on the brick and mortar. I look at some of these breweries and I say, man, if we just had that, you know, I could point to that and say, look how well we're doing there, you know, mm-hmm. fall back on the brick and mortar. Mm-hmm. But then again, we wouldn't be in Michigan right now. We'd be growing our brick and mortar base out. And then trying to expand off of that. So, are the people working in uh, the, in your leased buildings veterans? Then, so um, whenever we can, uh, we use disabled veteran-owned companies. And then, if we can't do that, we use veteran-owned companies. And if we can't do that, we attempt to, whenever possible, to do uh, 
veteran hiring first uh, programs in with the the people that we're working with. Mm-hmm. We try and put that right there in the contract. So we have this bottle opener. It's a 50 cal round. Uh, it was <laughs> fired in combat, just like our, our our tap handle. And this is made by a disabled veteran owned company. Isn't that I saw that on Shark Tank, didn't I? It it is a different company, I believe. Uh, because people always say that, oh, that was on Shark Tank. That's really cool. Well, it's a different company. And the difference, too, I believe those are repurpose rounds where this was fired in combat, along with the same company makes that. And our T-shirt, our swag, the shirt you see me wearing, mm-hmm. I have, wear a hat all the time. And uh, that's all a disabled veteran-owned company that makes all that stuff for us. So that's, that's who awesome. we try to do work with first. You know, and again, <clears throat> they're in business. We're in business. We're not charities. They're not charities. But we try to help <clears throat> each other out to keep mm-hmm. the bottom line low so that we can employ veterans. Now, why did you pick Wisconsin? I would have thought that, based on your you know mission, a great place for you guys to start a brewery would be San Diego or North Carolina or well, Texas. So initially, we we uh, our home base is in Chicago. We we distribute in Wisconsin and Minnesota. I believe we have a brewer, uh, a lease facility in Minnesota, but. Our beer that we pull from isn't from there, so I'm not saying that name often. And because it's a lease facility, it's not like if we had a a brick and mortar, I would go visit and I'd stop in. And whenever we did our retreats, um, we would go there. It's also funny to see like on on reviews and stuff – um, like Yelp and no, was it Yelp? Like all these review sites, sure. people will still say they try to stop into our corporate, thinking it's a brewery, and they're saying uh, this this isn't a brewery; it's just a law firm. And and sure, we, <laughs> it's actually one of uh, a veteran owned law firm that's a partner in our company. We whenever <laughs> that's where our mailing office is. So you try to stop in there. So it's almost comical that they think that's the 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 brew facility when it's not. We we lease facilities, and they think it's. Funny to complain about a law office. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's a whole different conversation as well. (laughs) So you kind of you kind of talked to us about um, your beer profiles that you guys want that to keep beers middle of the road as opposed to straying too far. Approachable. Well, yeah, and and uh, so that was off uh, before we got on. But each one of our beers, whenever we we go to brew, we want it to be very. Top line, very, very good beers, but approachable to most people. Right. And, and when I go out and do sampling, so if people ever see samplings, normally it's me. I'm, I'm a jack of all trades, master of none. Um, you know, I start with the Blonde Bomber. I go up with the Freedom Road. And then now I have the limited release beer, which I'd end with. But normally it's the Huya IPA. And I always say, you know, each one of our beers, very good, very top line. But the best example of our approachability is our Huya IPA. It's got that big upfront IPA taste, but it doesn't linger like a lot of IPAs. Mm-hmm. So, um, so as someone who doesn't like IPAs, they they should they should very much enjoy that. It's, it's more they, of a sessionable IPA. I'm yeah, sorry to cut no, you no, off. absolutely. Then, this is a conversation, sure. guys. Yeah. Oh. It's almost uh, like we're on a podcast or a radio show. <laughs> yeah, it'll cut me off anytime. I always say, once you get me wound up, I just keep going. So. That's fine. Um, no, no, my we God. got an hour and thirty minutes. Just, to, just take us to nine well, o'clock. Oh man, I was looking forward to about three, but I guess I'll tone it back. <laughs> we're working on trying to get three hours. I don't. Can we actually get a three hour? We can show? go as long as we want. Yeah, okay, yeah, today we only we're going three hours. <laughs> With Veteran Beer Company. Tune in. There you go. <laughs> but So your IPA would be a session IPA to most. But I think you, you like that because 
if yeah. you go into a VFW or yeah, an American Legion, those are people who are drinking yellow beers, and, and so they kind of want yes, the, the, yes, the yes. nice term I hear is a good walking around IPA because some of the other terms uh, I, it doesn't always sound the nicest for your product. Uh, but it's still 7% alcohol. It's mm-hmm. definitely an IPA. So people will try it. When oh. I mention it like that, they're like, okay, I'll try it. And they'll get this cringe and they'll be like, oh, no, it's for, not for me. But it's still an IPA. The the, the part uh, is the, the back end. It doesn't linger with you as much. So you can – what I always say is you can have it with a meal and still taste the meal. You can have two or three and not destroy your palate. <laughs> Where another, another one – and actually I, I mentioned it to you guys off air. I tried a beer two days ago. And it, it wasn't just a clever name. Uh, it wrecked my palate. I only got about a quarter of the way through, and I couldn't keep drinking it. And it was an $8 beer. <laughs> I, I just signed it and passed it back. I didn't look at the price, but most likely. Yeah, yeah. No, Rob, this, Rob this, just passed the, the, the IPA. This around. completely just, it. I mean, from the nose, it, it smells every bit of an IPA. And, I mean, it is exactly like you said. Everything is up front. There is... It's almost nothing in the back. Well, and, and everyone wants to know, oh, what's it like? What's it like? And we always get told that it's a lot like Bell's Two Hearted, but without the aftertaste. I've never had anyone disagree with that. And I don't okay. know if you should really ever throw in competitors' names. Or, and we're not oh, competitors. Yeah. We're, all, we're all trying it's to drink, a, right, get our game yeah. on, you know, have what, a good time. What do you think, Matt? It's definitely milder. I mean, yeah, I mean, I, uh, I get more hops than malt, I think. So I, I think it's like... Yeah, it, I, I could put that there. Just kind of maybe too hard to without the with the without the kick. Yeah. Without yeah. Well, that's what we see. You know, it's that, and a lot of people say that's you know, if anything, you know, Bell's too hard. It is what I a lot of people consider the a premier. rich person's version of Veterans Beer Company. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like you just called it too hard. Well, they can look, send a few dimes this way. I want to look towards Ken here for a second. What did you think? I, I didn't like it at all. He, well, this is coming from the well, guy who doesn't like IPA. Well, and, that, and, well, and that's fine. You know, as you know, better on uh, better on draft. You know, not every beer is for every person. Yep. So, yep. Yeah, you know, well, I'm, I'm, I, if if I don't like, if anybody comes to me looking to say, you know, should I drink this beer? Should I? That's a bad idea. In the first place, there, you should not ask me <laughs> should I like this beer or not because I'm going to tell you every single brown in the book to uh, drink or every single amber. Like that Freedom Road is amazing. I love that. Yeah, Freedom that, Road. that yeah, is that. our highest awarded beer. I think out of that, that, the that ranking, another so. bottle needs to come this way too. <laughs> uh, we still got that uh, blonde bomber that we. That, that's, oh, that's I, I was just get. reaching for. I'm going to pop it open if anyone. So, wants but to, so but yeah, like we we do have beer reviewers on our website, but that's the thing. At least for us here on this show, we have such an eclectic view of beer uh, between all of us. We have people who like that dark, the the deep and heavy, really, really uh, bourbony beers like Rob does. You know, yep. I like every beer that you can describe a woman with. Brown, amber, blonde. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Matt likes hams. So. <laughs> I like my beer like I like my Easter dinner. Hammy, hams, and then you have Nick, (laughs) who just decides to kill himself with Ice House. He shows up. I had a bad week, so I brought some Ice House. I mean, I I thought we thought you had a bad week this week because you brought some Modelo. What's wrong with Modelo? There's nothing wrong with Modelo, but I'm just having to find that the Veteran Beer Co. stuff is a lot more enjoyable right now. Okay, Um, (laughs) I got that twenty for you after the show. Nice. Now, um, I know. When it comes to overseas, uh, my thought is there's one large brewer that puts all their beer in military installations overseas. Have you approached the government to get your veteran beers into bases and stuff like that? Or that's outside my pay grade. Okay, but you guys, <laughs> well, are, I'm, I'm, I'm you guys are at Selfridge. You guys, we do are in Selfridge. You're welcome. How do you guys do there? 
We do very well. Uh, I got us into Selfridge. Actually, Faye, if you're listening, you got us into Selfridge. You're amazing. Um, she's the beer buyer in, in Selfridge Air Force Base. And normally, you have to get mandated. It's like chains. You have to get mandated down from corporate. That's the same thing for Selfridge mm-hmm. for the government. But um, they are able to get um, local beers like in. Like special local exception type yeah, things. Yeah, and being what we are, we were able to get the exception. Um, right. And and so court, so there's the paperwork. We have to fill all this stuff out and sure. send in statistics and yeah. all this. And they said, okay – Send it in as that, and we'll approve it. And so they approved it from corporate down, sure. but saved us all the uh, the analytics that we would have had to do. But actually, um, I went to yesterday the uh, National Defense Industry Expo, which was at uh, Macomb Community College okay. uh, yesterday. I stopped in for a little while. Why not? Veteran-owned company. And there is, I met a few people that there's a lot of tools just for training to get people out there, like what you said, for because I wouldn't know where to start. So uh, mm-hmm. that's more on my uh, the CEO Peter Jenkins in the company. He does a lot of that. But I, I'm going to stop in next week a free course. They're going to train us up, and you know if we can hit it on every angle. And like you said, if we can get out to bases and sure. you know all these other things, uh, you know, just the the goal is to ideally people be drinking the beer that enjoys it and be doing a good cause and be helping veterans. Along because the I way. would think even if you get beers to, I mean, when people are you know, in country, you know, they have that taste of home that yeah. they want. And I mean, I, I've been to Germany. I know you're not going to get an IPA in Germany or an Amber in Germany. You'll get a dark, you know, half a dark effa. But even just the name, you know, if you're on Romstein or any yeah. of those bases where you well, can, well, even, even you know, Korea, be- before we go out, out there, you know, it should be, a, should be a no brainer to ideally get us in the bases and, and whatnot yeah, here. Around, around here, there's, there's plenty of people that want to drink good beer and, and want to support a cause as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's, you know, something that we're looking into. We're always looking to expand. So that'll be a, a lot of fun. And one thing, I, I, you know, if you guys don't mind, I'd like to kind of plug or, or talk about, no, too, go is, for it. you know, we Sorry. launched in Michigan Fourth of July weekend of last year. And since then, we've uh, we've donated to seven, seven charity events uh, in that amount of time. And one uh, is actually, it's going to be our eighth. It's uh, Vets Returning Home Country Concert Series. It's May 6th. That charity, Vets Returning Home, is uh, takes homeless people, uh, homeless veterans, not homeless people, homeless veterans off the street, mm-hmm. gets them cleaned up, gets them a place to live, and helps them find work, gets back out into the community. I think they do about 140 veterans back in society a year. Nice. Which that's the charity I point to when I say, <clears throat> that that's why we do this. Because mm-hmm. we can't hire everybody, which we sure. wish we could. There's some people that just need help that's why we donate yeah. and that's the charity that is near and dear to me luckily uh we i uh you know i looked out for them they couldn't work with us and then they reached out to me which was great another one that's really cool i mentioned i believe i mentioned the usa cares one as yep. our first yep. one but we also donate to warrior hockey which uh is disabled veterans they go Sled out and, hockey right no or is it Actual like hockey, 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 hockey. Yeah, oh. they play the the first one we donated to for them was uh, Warrior Hockey versus the Alumni Red Wings, and then the next one was um, the the between uh, the Thin Blue Line. They played against the Detroit PD, and uh, so it's disabled veterans getting out on the ice, and I think that's a really cool one as well. The one is like, yeah, this is this is one you know is helping vets, which this is too, but it keeps mm-hmm. them active, gets them out in the community, and that right. one's a lot of fun. So those are two that. 
I really, really enjoy. And we do work with the USA Cares, which helps veterans and their families. Um, that one is so far once a year, but that's a really good one as well. But those two charities is, is pretty Matt, cool. I think you're, you're thinking Paralympics, like like Paralympic hockey, which yeah, is Yeah, I just, hockey. I know, I mean, sled hockey. I don't know what, what that's technically called. Is it just called sled hockey? I, I, I don't know if there's an official term, but I know what you're talking about in regards to like that they're sitting down as opposed to yes. actually skating on the ice. Almost like wheelchair basketball, but for hockey. Yeah, I, well, hey. I wouldn't be opposed to trying to help that group if they were around the one where it was appropriate because beer is not appropriate at every event. And, and that's what we try to do um, is legally do it the way where we can donate product so um, <clears throat> that if it's appropriate for an event, they can either sell it or they can – that's a cost that they don't have to do uh, – they don't have to take on for themselves. Like right. the country concert series, they have uh, people come in. Um, there's Joey V. I think this one, the next one's Ray Scott. And I want to look up the next guy's name because I'm not a country fan, unfortunately. <laughs> um, so while Joe, Joe Nichols, Joe Nichols is the, the national performer that's going to be there. And, um, they're going to be selling our beer. So that's now, you know, we're donating it and all the money that they're like almost double dipping, which is cool. And I mm-hmm. think you're going to say, why did I, why do we do that one? If I don't like country? Uh, no, oh, I was that's, that's not what I, I, I was like, oh, why? Not, not at all. No, no, it's a great event. And I'm learning to love, uh, to love country from what I hear. Yeah, take really it in small doses. It's anything. I'm, I'm, I'm a music <laughs> fan in general. Sure. So. I mean, I mean, you, for me, me personally, I'll, you know, I'll throw it out. You know, I'll listen to, you know, I don't know, like Luke Bryan. You're a better man than I am. Right. <laughs> well, you, you, does your girlfriend. Not, am I not going to see you at the concert right? then? I'll go. Uh, yeah. I'll go. I mean, the beer's free, you said, right? No, you're buying the beer, <laughs> which goes to an amazing cause. Donation, come yeah. on, meow. Can't, so can't donate well, if you don't well, pay. As, as the example, the USA Cares event, uh-huh. which um, is a car show, it's a motorcycle ride, oh, nice. and and but the tickets more expensive, and and alcohol is included. But again, that's money they would have spent on beer sure. that they get for free now. Then and it drops their cost. So now everything. That they that goes into it is more going right. into that, cost. Is that kind of a loophole? Whereas you're you're giving away the beer, so you don't have to charge for it. So technically, it's um, a donatable kind of thing. Do do we think we have any beer? <laughs> Anyone listening in? Um, so <laughs> no, well, the, I don't think that. am I going to be kicking in my door? Um, <laughs> well, ATF, I, I, yeah. yeah. So I can show explain, what you got. I can explain the the way that it really happens. So what we have to do is you can't legally in Michigan give away free product. So what we do is they have to purchase the product for us and then we donate that money back. Um, so it's it's a partnership that way. Right. It's it's like the exact same thing. And hopefully the liquor law people call don't call me and say well, that's not the right way. But as far as I've heard, all the rules and regulations, that's how how you do it. They buy the beer, so they need a special license and things like that to either give it away or. Um, well, as long as somebody purchases the beer, it doesn't matter how they distribute it between other people. So as long yeah. as because like we have uh, coming up next Sunday now, not Saturday, but next Sunday, May seventh. Uh, we're going to be doing a beer giveaway over at Boffin because we purchased a keg, and uh, because we purchased it, it's a, we can do whatever we want with it as long as is Boffin the same as Baffin? Because I always yes, yes. Baffin. you can't pronounce what? it. Baffin <laughs> is that? Is, oh, right. wait, when is Baffin that again? Brewing next Sunday? Next Sunday, so not, not in two days. I live right. I live right down from there. Well, so cool. I want to well, stop. Well, we're going to be doing it at one o'clock at Baffin oh, Brewing. Oh, one mango unchained. Seis de okay. Mayo. <laughs> which is uh, Seis de Mayo, uh, which will be given away. We're, we bought an entire keg, so we're just going to be giving it away to whoever shows up. What? Wouldn't it be Siete de Mayo? That's the 7th. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the 7th May of 7th May. Now. I thought it was going to be on the 6th. Yeah, we yes, just pushed we, it back we a day. changed it to Sunday. Ooh. Remember how I just said, now Sunday, not Saturday? He said, he even led with no. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. No, he didn't yeah, you didn't it. give me the Pontiac Silverdome thing at the end, so that I would have really got it. Are you ready? <laughs> 
<laughs> Ten bucks for a seat, but you only need the urge. We need, we need Bruce Buster to be like, it's time. <laughs> That's all I got for like over, overly produced uh, so, uh, microphone work. Real quick, we're going to take a break here in a couple minutes, but you've, you're coming up on your one-year anniversary in Michigan. What kind of plans, goals, ideas do you have for your second year? Uh, and what does Veterans Beer have planned for you know 2017? So <clears throat> it was great to launch for Fourth of July weekend, and you know you guys seem to, you know the industry quite a bit. So it was great. We we launched for Fourth of July weekend. I can say that. The unfortunate thing was we launched right on Fourth of July weekend. We had no build into it, so it was kind of like, hey, let's drop a lot of product on the front steps and you know hope it it, it moves. I know it was in my sales plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So so. <laughs> So this time around, um, what we're looking to do, and and we started prior, but really this week we're really pushing out two accounts. So uh, you're going to find us this uh, this month coming in. We're going to be uh, beer of the month in a lot of locations. Um, we're going to be our signage is going to be on the door. You'll hopefully hear about us a lot more leading into these big holidays. And <clears throat> as an example, I, uh, Shores in brought us in last year in, in St. Clair Shores for uh, Veterans Day, which, you know, is is almost seems like a no-brainer. And they did amazing with the product for Veterans Day. So I followed up with them and I stopped in. And I said, you did really, really well. And they said, yeah, we did really, really well. And uh, I was like, well, would you like to take us on tap or maybe bring in some more bottles? She said, absolutely not. What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I, I said, uh, all right, can I ask you why? And, and I love honest people. I love honest people. He said, yeah, I brought you in for Veterans Day. It's December. What can I promote with it? And 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 oh, not geez. them. Another account a couple weeks ago actually said, "Greg, if it's about the charity, I'll just write an F and check." Really? And I said, "Well, no, well, no. They're being honest. They're yeah. being honest." And I said, "You're yeah. absolutely right because we're not a charity. We give to charity. So ideally, you've got to like the product to be able to sell it to your people, sure. but you also got to be able to promote it." So actually, mm-hmm. two days ago, I I went back in uh, to uh, St. Clair Shores, the Shores Inn. And I actually reminded them of that story. And I said, you know, I didn't have a good answer for you in December of last year, but I got a good answer now. You got Memorial Day coming up. Yeah, 4th of July weekend. And you've got Veterans Day on the heels of that. And, you know, if you're going to be promoting any other beer that changes their name to America or this month we're going to give a dollar per per bottle, per case, whatever, because we want to sell more beer, I said – you, this is one you can do and you can feel confident and know that you're doing the right thing because we do this all year long, no matter there's the holiday. But nice. if you're looking for something to promote, why would you do anything else? And he said, you're absolutely right. And he's bringing us in. Now, when someone says, you know, if it's about the charity, let me just write you a check. Why don't you just say, don't write me a check, write your beer driver a check, and he'll drop you a cake oh, of well, beer. Well, what he was saying. <laughs> just be a smart ass back is what I'm well, saying. Well, no, he wasn't saying, like, I'll write you a check. He's like, I'll write a charity a check. And I like where you're going with this. And I'll say, <laughs> write me the check, and then you'll be a pallet out front (laughs) there you go we're gonna take a a quick break we'll be right back with a better on draft podcast and we are back episode 81 of the better on draft podcast as always we still have greg here he didn't run away we appreciate uh, yeah. that. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. They, they, veterans don't run away. They, they, they no. Dead on. That's why I said I'll be here. It'll be ten o'clock at night. Everyone will be gone. You'll I'll be holding down the be... fort. Holding down the fort. <laughs> actually, I'll get a call from the owners of the studio. You know, someone's still in the studio. Like, <laughs> actually, I couldn't get rid of them. You could try. I think <laughs> got my Twitch. We've got a sales call across the street when we're done, and we're actually going to replace the keg with some veterans in the, the kegerator up here in the in the front. So. 
please. I think we just did two sales. There you go. There you go. I like that. So I like that. As always, with segment two, it's Rob with the news. Wait, what? Oh yeah. Are you unprepared? Go. I'm always prepared. I didn't say prepared. Are you say, are you unprepared? I'm, no, I'm just I'm prepared. <laughs> it's like three hours. Are, are you getting a little nervous that your Pittsburgh Steelers are almost on the clock? Uh, we're not on the clock for no, like yeah. another <laughs> ten picks, twenty picks. Anyway, yeah, let's try to get them razzed uh, up a little bit because ladies of the Steelers. As always, um, we we start off with you know, or at least sometimes try to start off with some stuff in the D as we. Have probably already heard about the news uh, coming from Founders. Have the big one. And the fact that Founders is coming into the city of Detroit. Yep. Uh, they're going to be setting up shop in a tap room uh, that they're basically going to c- kind of build outright. It's going to be in Cass Corridor, um, as, of course, they call it. And, you know, Jack White calls it, but everybody else calls it Midtown. It's going to be situated on Charlotte Street, uh, basically between Martin Luther King Drive and Temple. Uh, what's kind of funny with it is that w- in one block in either direction, you've got Masonic Temple. And then on the other side of that being Eight Degrees Plato. Um, within you know the, the mile or half mile radius, you've got Jolly Pumpkin, uh, Motor City Brewing, uh, Hopcat. You know, you go down the street. You've got Batch. You've got Atwater. You even you even have you, a mainstay from the, the show Detroiters. Traffic jam. You've got Temple, traffic jam. Temple, 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 Temple bar. Temple, Temple bar. bar. Temple bar. And you know, all of this being right situate, situated right next to the pizza arena. So <laughs> <laughs> the pizza pizza arena. The pizza pizza arena. <laughs> hockey hockey. Uh, oh god. <laughs> so. Um, basically, apparently they've been looking for a space for a little bit, and you know, finally they've they've settled on what they're going to have here. Um, obviously, it's going to be the first tap room. It's going to be outside of Grand Rapids, and um, I kind of think it'd be kind of interesting if they decide to use the salt mines. If if the temperature is well enough down there <laughs> that they start brewing some KBS down in the salt mines, they do have some gypsum mines down on uh, yeah in Jefferson. Oh, well, there you go. I'm sure there's a lot of unused bootlegger tunnels that they could probably find. Oh, yeah, too. sure. Uh, basically, it's, supposed to, it's expected to employ about 100 people. Uh, construction is going to start this summer. And estimated that they're going to have about 200 barrels of beer that will be made there per year. Uh, overall, I guess, cost-wise, acquisition and build-out is estimated at about $5 million. Got that Sam Miguel money. Now, it's, it's, it's interesting that, you know, kind of just kind of just I'm perusing through this uh, Cranes article that's talking about this. One person does kind of stand out in this article that I know of, that I've heard of, um, is Sue Mosey. She's the executive director of Midtown Detroit. Uh, very active in trying to get Midtown to look a lot better than what it was probably, say, about maybe 10, maybe 10 years ago. Right. As you probably are aware, if you've been downtown recently, there's a huge resurgence of redevelopment and revitalization in Midtown, uh, that Wayne State area, a lot of small businesses. Mm-hmm. And I would say that this kind of fits in with that a little bit. It- does uh, it's still- to an extent it we all have our own feelings about founders and craft beer 
because Founders is great. Right. 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 <laughs> I wasn't looking at you. I was just selling. Listen, it's not like they're mead makers. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm happy that they're showing up and they're they're coming down. It's, it's. I guess the other half of me though is that that area used to be. Although, albeit being a small area, that used to be Chinatown. And <laughs> they, well, they, yeah. there used to be a Detroit Chinatown. Yes. Yeah, how oh, did yeah. you know that? I no. It, all right, it, it, first, of, so yeah, it, it, when Rob says it was small, it, it was really it fucking, was small. It was fucking small. It was, it was small. one block. <laughs> But so that's not Chinatown, yes, that's there's... China Block. No, no so, so I... <laughs> come on, let's, let's, not, let's not turn Taiwan oh, into so China no, here. China, 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 China parcel, so what, is that what we're going I, for? I guess, I guess, you know, if we wanted a Detroit, Detroit history lesson, they were trying to start, like, a Chinatown okay. in Detroit. It didn't really transpire into anything. There are definitely remnants of what used to be a Chinatown in the area where they were trying to start this, mm-hmm. and uh, it, it never really got anywhere. So I guess, yeah. A, my question is, someone who hasn't read this, is this going to stay along the Woodward Spine? It's one it's, 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 it's one block away. It's, well, yeah, it's one block so away. So I guess my thought is, is downtown becoming like Arena District and then Midtown becoming Beer Hipster District then? Mid- Are they kind of like separating themselves as, if you're going to go downtown, it's going to be casinos and sports, you go to Midtown for beer. Punch Bowl is still kind of downtown, but there's Hopcat. Punch Bowl's downtown. Yeah. Downtown goes Punch all the way. Bowl's, yeah, Punch Bowl's social but, downtown, but yeah. Hopcat's more closer to Midtown. Midtown. Yeah. Well, I thought Hopcat is in the middle of Midtown with because that's right across from Wayne State, right? Or is that UDM it's, right there? It's a few it's blocks a away. Block or, a couple blocks away. It's a couple blocks away. Because I mean, Cause that, there's that Whole Foods right across from the Hopcat. Right, sort of. It's, sort it's, of. It's a couple it's, more blocks yeah. and across the street. Couple, yeah, Whole Foods is a couple more blocks south. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, it it sounds like when I lived in Ohio, uh, that I think at this point that should be a bingo square. <laughs> um, they had yeah. they had districts for their downtown. They had a casino district. They had an arena district. They had a bar district. And I think that's kind of one of the things I would hope that while we're rebuilding our downtown, midtown, and into neighborhoods areas, we can kind of populate them with like businesses so they can grow. I mean. We have Greek Town. We've got Downtown. We've got Midtown. Got Mex- I don't Me- really know. We got Mex- know. Mexican Town, Boston Edison, Spring Indian Wells. Springwells, In- Palm Park, uh, Corktown, Corktown. Like, but you know, I don't really Lafayette know. Like, Park. but you know what? I don't know what's Indian in Village. Lafayette. I, I know those are neighborhoods, but what else is? There? I know I don't there's. Know what, I don't know what they're going to call it because I mean, we already well, pretty much when they established Rivertown. when they established the Pizza Arena, that basically that area was going to be called the district. The district, the district. No, no, the district Detroit. You know, from the Department of Redundancy Department, that they had to throw the city name in the damn district. And I mean, as far as that, it feels like they're going to be pushing that a little bit further north, think, and that will be the new name of, of Midtown almost. So uh, let's let's turn this over to Greg for a second. Uh, yes. I don't know how, how, how I'm not sure yes. how often you return or you know visit downtown Detroit. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you think about the whole revitalization and now this recent addition founders coming into the neighborhood? I'm I'm always in the belief that well, one revitalization is a is a great thing, but um, the term you know rising tide brings up all ships. You know, the more we bring into these areas, and, and I like what you said about like you know having a lot of like places, um, and 
you know, I, I live near uh, St. Clair Shores, so I sure. go down to Baffin and yeah. quite a few places <laughs> around there, and they're opening up quite a few breweries and stuff, you know, right right, right. there downtown, yeah. and people are like, oh, well, that's going to really take away from their business, and I think that's going to make it so it's a spot for people to go to, and you're going to jump around, and now when people think of it, they'll say, oh, I'll go there and, you know... Now it's not just, okay, I go to one spot, and then when you get bored of it, you have to leave and go to another town. You can go there. And that's what mm-hmm. makes me think of this you know, founders thing, whatever you think of founders. Ideally, that makes more people want to go and more people around the you know once you're in there you're you know me I don't stay at one place all night I sure. jump around right. so yep, yep, yep. Um, I love the idea of that right. and whenever they want to partner with veteran beer company and, <laughs> and, and, and <laughs> one other one that I forgot about uh, I've, or I forgot to mention obviously you know going to be opening soon hopefully being uh, Eastern Market Brewing Company yep, yep, um, yep. there's actually five opening up in Detroit oh there you go you got founders Eastern Market. You got Brewery Faison, which I believe is owned by the same people who own Detroit Institute of Bagels. You have Black Bottom, which is opening up on, I believe, Corktown. Do they, do they make the world go round? Um, do their girls make no, the that's, world go that's round? No, that's Fat Bottom, not Black Bottom. Fat Bottom, girl. I, I, I don't even want to know you right now. And then you also have <laughs> Bent Rim Brewhouse, um, which Faison and Bent Rim are opening up over by the Heidelberg. Oh, so wow. that's interesting. super different. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's not in any major area like uh, you know you got uh, Atwater, which is in Riverfront. You've got or Rivertown. Sorry, you Eastern have Market and Easter Market, Easter Market and Easter Market. <laughs> you got Batch, uh, Black Bottom, and then uh, Brew Detroit are all going to be in Corktown. So the the breweries are starting to definitely branch out a little more. And, you know, it, the, a lot of them, especially because the queue line only goes on Woodward. So you're not yep. going to be easily getting to, you know, if, if they could get a secondary line that takes Michigan Ave, too, that would be great. Oh, goodness. Or Gratiot. Or Gratiot, yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. Except Gratiot, like, once you go past, like, the 75 off-ramp at Easter Market, there's not really much on Gratiot to go oh, to. Oh, there's, there's a lot there, but you just don't want There's to just there. a lot of adventure. We'll yeah. just put it that way. You, you can get shot on one... <laughs> Mile Road. Well, it's it's not necessarily like a danger aspect. Is the fact that there's just nothing, nothing to there. do on Gratiot. Well, I, I sometimes think of it as a danger aspect. I don't know if you're thinking of it. I don't want to get into a war zone. I fought my battles. No, because <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've I've driven down Gratiot from like where 75 gets off right at Gratiot all the way to 94 because I live right over there, mm-hmm. and it, there's just nothing to to yeah. do there. There's a Wendy's, there's a Burger King, and there's a few dollars. There's stores. a Long John yeah. Silver's. Is there a Long John it's Silver? Delicious. Hell yeah, there is. Some hush and there's a Wheat 420 over there, too. There's a lot of marijuana mm. stores on Gratia, that's for sure. <laughs> Goodness. All right, how, uh, do you, how do you hit them all? I don't know. <laughs> oh, you only know. hit the ones that are Taste still the open. rainbow, son. Taste the <laughs> rainbow. <laughs> all right. Um, Metro Times came out with their best of Detroit list. No peeking for those who are, who are in the document. I, wanted, I already peeked. Uh, I figured. I have not peeked. All right. Well, I'm going to get your, your, your reaction to these because obviously, you know, every year uh, the Weekly Magazine comes up with um, this best of Detroit. They tabulate all the votes and publish their best of Detroit issue, which just came out. And um, one of their. Uh, annual selections was on best drinks. So this basically covers, um, you know, the, well, the five county area, because I believe it is <laughs> Wayne, Oakland, Macomb, Washtenaw, and I think Living- Livingston. Okay. Right. Um, so this this list here, this is just covering the entire area. So 
Best beer selection in a store. Congrats. Going to Eight Degrees Play-Doh. Okay. Uh, best craft beer. Bells. That's that's a weird. Like, how do you choose that? Like, it, how was how that a decision? What, what is that based on? They probably what gets I, sold the most. I, yeah. I think it's it's just because I mean it's supposed to be based on votes. So I mean, basically, when when they start the tabulation, they have an issue that just has the list, and it just says, "All right, best craft beer." You write it in, and then you mail that sheet off to to Metro Who Times. Things so they, they I don't know. Apparently, or maybe you can do it online. I don't know. I've, it's been a long time since I've actually. So you're in. saying it's rigged? It, it's been a long time since like I've TRL, actually paid like attention. <laughs> yeah, full full circle. Back to TRL. I, yeah, every time. you, uh, <laughs> Carson Daily. Uh, best one comment. Best meadery, bee nectar. That's not surprising. Uh, best microbrewery or brew pub is Batch. No comment. Cricket. <laughs> Cricket. <laughs> this next one's so big. Best yeah. Michigan beer. Get the fuck out of here. Stroh's. Oh, God. All right. Where, so where? I'd like to lodge a complaint. Um, where, where do you even where begin? Where do we start? Yeah. <laughs> complaint department calling. Metro um, Times, we're calling you out. I, is this is Hold on. You just got put on hold. <laughs> The complaint department just put you on hold. Yeah, but you... As, this, as Ken just typed in here, this is fucking so fucking bad. <laughs> that was my response to Stroh's being Go the, ahead, the Matt. best Michigan Is this beer. just like hipsters being hipsters? I mean, if hipsters were being hipsters, then... Hipsters got a hip. It'd be pepper. Look, hipsters got a no, hip. No, hold on. I wait, mean, but, wait, but, wait, but, wait, it's, wait, it's best wait, Michigan man. beer. Wait a sec. Hold on. I want, let me... Hold on. Hipsters, but it's the new Strohs, right? Not but the no, old. But let's say the hipsters are going to drink the old Strohs. They're not going to drink the new Strohs. Does that mean I'm a hipster? No. Oh, okay. Darn. But I know I know what hipsters drink because I Close. used to live down in Midtown, and that's what Bingo. a lot of the hip. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. We'll put I, that in the eye column. I know you. there's there's quite there's probably practically anything we can think of. Yeah, including everything on this table. Um, but what would you consider as best Michigan beer? Bet. You ready? Go for it. All day IPA founders. Best Sorry. Michigan beer. Yeah. Most solid, most sold. I think it's, I, I don't like it at all. And he <laughs> hates IPAs. And that, you know, but when I, uh, when I think Michigan but, but beer, on, and I, remove, I remove all seasonals from that list. Uh, let, Fair. Let, let me make a comment about this. This is Metro Times. Metro Times is only seen in like those five counties you talked about. Right. Should it really be focusing on those facilities in the five counties when you think about it? I mean, a lot gets distributed not, in these five counties. I mean, counties. yeah, but Bells is not in these five counties. It's not located. You can definitely get it in the five counties. But you, it's, you can't go to... I don't know, Williamston and, and get, you know, uh, go to a Bell's facility. I mean, I know if your ass is in Williamston, you know you better, you should you, be you getting You better anyway. know what you be getting out yeah, in Williamston. Damn right. But, um, but the fact of the matter is that, you know, Metro Times, it's in the five main counties. You're Wayne, Oakland, Macomb, Livingston, Washtenaw. It shouldn't really be focusing on the facilities inside those five counties. Well, did it – was that one for – Best Michigan beer? Best Michigan beer. Well, best Michigan beer. Well, I guess that would be, your, ex- but yeah, then it that would be, be your exception. Then. But, yeah. And that's what I'm saying is that I, I agree on this, with the Michigan part. I mean, and, and that's the thing is that for this this section on best drinks, 
it didn't mention because there's so many different sections in there, like best bars and best place to go hang out, and all that stuff was separated by counties. For this part, for best drinks, Overall. there was no partitioning of of anything. It was just here's the best craft beer. Period, based on votes that came in. Yeah, but I mean, you, you have eight degrees, and eight degrees is a great place. But you know, there are better beer stores like Zatuna Liquor over in Rochester Hills. <laughs> there it is. Eight degrees. That's the one in Ferndale. There's and one in Detroit. Ferndale, one oh, in Detroit. Yes, okay. which, and while did they while, determine which which or both? Uh, they did, they basically in the article they listed both it. addresses. Okay. So they just right. listed them as a whole. Right. So you know the the thing is is that sure that's great you can go get beer and it's a beer you know best beer selection in a store, but all those beers you get you can get at Zatuna Liquor, right? And you could get a lot more at Zatuna Liquor, not just the beer. So maybe it's because they have a draft and Zatuna Liquor doesn't have a draft system yet. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint, Jack. Ooh. Oh. Um, I'll just post up right there. <laughs> <laughs> but but that's the thing, though, is, is that you have other great stores out there, and now, it, it, 8 Degrees is just, I, I think it's just the thing to say because that's what the the craft beer store is when, you know, you should look for more in a beer store than just beer. Mm-hmm. Well, is is that, again, was that was voted on by people or is it by volume sold? That was voted Definitely on by people. by people. Okay. Yeah. Well. Uh, a couple notables in here, which I thought was kind of weird. The best, this one I thought was weird, was best sports bar being Wolverine State Brewing. <laughs> I thought that was kind of odd being the best sports bar for a place that makes their own beer. I guess that... that I don't know. I, I thought it was weird. Yeah, it, it doesn't really seem to fit the the criteria in regards to what a sp- like sports I, bar. I, I, you know, yeah. and I've I've never been to Wolverine State, so obviously it could be this hidden gem that I've never seen or heard before. There's not that many TVs in there. It's it's maybe there's like maybe three. Three or four TVs, but there, there's so many different bars in Detroit. There's so many different bars out there. Um, Tommy McGee's that'd be a great sports bar, uh, especially because yes. uh, One Eyed Betty's. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah. They, and yeah. they play all sports, including being open to play, uh, show soccer or football. Uh, oh yeah, football. Yeah, first thing in the morning. Yeah. Funny. Hey, the English called it soccer first, so you know. So that's the thing, though, is, is that you have so many different places that you can watch sports that have more sports that have more options that probably have more and better food. Right. So, you know, and the, and then of course, probably the next choice. I was going to throw this out there for Matt to see if he can guess what was the best draft selection in Macomb County. <laughs> oh, Macomb County draft selection because this place tastes so good to me. It would be Brown Iron Brewing House in <laughs> Washington Township, Michigan, at twenty seven in Van Dyke. It is a new pizza and cream. <laughs> Hefeweizen? Yes. Somebody should did, did somebody in marketing not check that before it went out? I don't think it's the first time they've ever had a peaches and cream. Okay, not, first that, of all, the first time that the S, the, first... the L, the I, the M will tell you what he wants to do. What a nerd! <laughs> For those of you who are unaware, he's singing one twelve peaches and cream. Oh, Anyone that was uh, two thousand four called yeah. it wants its song. No, two thousand and one I think might have called. Oh yeah, no, it's two thousand one. You're right. Yeah. Left it on your voice, your answering machine. That might have been a uh, AOL instant messenger away uh, away message. I cannot. The believe. S, the L, the I, the M. Oh my god. <laughs> the shady. 
how, how did that just happen? You've got mail. Uh, right. <laughs> All right. I'm going I'm to steal uh, kind of a bit of your, your question one of, of five questions. You do don't know my bit. question number one. Yeah, I know I don't, but I'm going to do a little bit of geography. It was an article that came out from The Telegraph mapping which countries consume the most beer per capita. Got this one. <laughs> oh, I think I know this one, too. Isn't it like Latvia? Wrong. Or... <laughs> Give me one of the top five, then. Czech Republic. I was going to say it's some Yugoslavic. Czech Republic is number one. Yeah. Bam. I was going to say it's, at, it's some Slavic. At uh, 142.4 liters my per people drink capita. Our, my, my people drink our fluids. <laughs> Good they drink Lord. your fluids. The Going U.S. is that. not in the top ten is at Japan all. Japan on that top five. Japan is not. China. Seychelles uh, is number two. Uh, Austria at three. Germany at four. Nambia at five. They have water. You mean in Seychelles. Seychelles. Say Se- okay. I don't know. Seychelles. Seychelles. <laughs> the African nation. I don't know. <laughs> the hell. I don't know how I feel about this. I don't either. There's so many undertones that we could be discussing right now. <laughs> don't, don't, don't get me started about African countries. That Zambia? I'm apparently sub- how does uh, Zamunda do? Zamunda. Or Zambia? Zamunda. <laughs> Zamunda did not make the top ten either. Oh, did Zambia? Uh, rounding up top, or the top ten was Poland, Ireland, Lithuania, Belize, and Romania. You weren't even in the, you weren't even in the top eight there, Ken. <laughs> No, no, I, I knew exactly. It was a Slavic country. I just didn't remember which one it was. Well, my people, I got this. <laughs> Your people. Well done. Uh, one just completely out of the, you know, what the hell are Chile? you doing? That was kind of out there. Seychelles? It's Seychelles. Oh, I thought, oh, I thought you meant I, I thought you no. meant the Chile. Seychelles. In, in uh, Seychelles. Like, I thought you were it's, saying it's an Chile. African nation. It's uh, north of Madagascar in the... Uh, no, I got that. I, I saw that Indian on the ocean. ocean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a black thing. All right, let's move on. Um, when you say... <laughs> Notice, folks, the black man said that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's black man. Anyway, uh, I was going to say, I just realized you match the... Uh, the he blends oh, tiles. it kind of blends in with the, the, yeah, with the sound tiles. Man, yeah. that's messed up. That right. <laughs> well, his shirt's black and green with the, the Detroit flag. Oh, I got it. Detroit yeah. flag. Yeah. I got it. I don't know what yeah. you're talking about, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, South oh, Dakota boy. man was arrested Sunday. <laughs> Cool. After he, a South Lord. Dakota man was arrested oh, Sunday yes. after he risked his life by running back into an apartment building in hopes to save his beer. I heard about this. Um, fire broke out inside his building in, in uh, Sioux Falls around 1230 in the afternoon, injured three people. As firefighters were working to try and put out the fire, uh, this guy decided to run in not once but twice. Twice? He How many ran beers did he leave behind? Um, well, his blood beers. alcohol level was at .082. Uh, was arrested and charged with obstruction, violating a 24-7 sobriety program. And this is pretty much what he came out with on the second time, because I don't know if he actually came out the first time. But on the second time, he came out. Well, he clearly came out the first time if he went in. Oh, yeah, he went went back in, and he came back out with two, I guess you could say, highly sought-after cans of delectable Bud Ice. Ooh, <laughs> these, these better have been 24 ounces because if this is coming out with tw- like 12 ounces, th- that guy's got a problem. So I'm, I'm curious if South Dakota has Sunday uh, sales laws because <laughs> this was a Sunday at 1230. And what if he's out of beer? If uh, Right. Well, I mean, 
It's a fire. I'm pretty sure he's out of beer. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. So, so, here, so an interesting thing about this article is that the Sioux Falls police tweeted out a photo. <laughs> <laughs> Did they really? It, it's a picture of SpongeBob with the meat in meme format, saying, "So you are telling me the structure was on fire? He was ordered to stay out, and he ran back in for his beer when the Sioux Falls Police Department and Sioux Falls Fire Response were there already." Right when you think you have heard it all, hashtag under arrest. Yep. But hold on. So he got arrested for – it sounded like he got arrested earlier for impeding them putting out the fire. But now he got arrested. No, no. He didn't put anything out. He just – No, he impeded with them putting out the fire. Yeah. But it sounds like there's a law that you can't be drunk during the day in South Dakota. Well, he, he was reminded to never house. go to South Dakota. He, he should have left his house. Then he should have stayed. No, it's in an there. apartment. It, it, apartment. It sounds like he was on some type of probation. Yeah, he was on because he violated twenty four seven sobriety program. So he shouldn't have been drinking in the first place. But I guess if the roof is on fire and there's something that we don't need no butt ice, like <laughs> the motherfucker. We don't need any butt ice. But there's something in there that if you knew you could make it out, so, what do you run? Question, question: Was this person a penguin? Doobie doobie do. <laughs> oh gosh. So, so I, I really quickly I just typed in South Dakota twenty four seven sobriety program. This actually is a program for uh, chronic DWI defender. Uh, chronic offenders. Offenders. Oh my god. Chronic. That's such a shame that that exists. That right. one, that this phrase. is and the thing is chronic this is, DWI. And this has been going on. Started as a pilot program since January 2005. So this has been going on for a little over 12 years. My head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll get into this one. Thanks, uh, House Bill 1072. <laughs> uh, so a brewery from uh, northern L.A. is ex- uh, attempting to set up shop in uh, San Fran, Oakland area called uh, Golden Road Brewing. Uh, founded in, in 2011. And they're planning on opening up a location in Oakland, which would pretty much put in blocks of another brewery, which hopefully I get to visit in a couple weeks, is uh, Temescal Brewing Company, uh, which only opened a year ago, but apparently has gotten a huge following with their beers. And I, I may have to get some pictures of this, but their tap room is themed in uh, Saved by is the it like Bell. like Max's Diner? Saved by the what? Bell. What? Yeah, it is a Saved by the Bell themed tap room. They better have Saved by the Bell themed beers then. <laughs> Zach's Blonde Lock Ale. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, right there. I guess we will see. Did you ever watch the unofficial biography on that Diamond no. Dustin Diamond did no. on yeah. the H1? Yeah. The Dustin Diamond Double IPA. I did. <laughs> I oh, I could do this all I, day. I'm sure you could. Is it a Christmas ale that comes with a knife? <laughs> no, oh, it's a... Uh, what's, what's the Lisa Turtle going to be? No, it's the I'm so Ooh. excited espresso stout. <laughs> I think I, I've I, actually... I, seen... Wow. That's a deep cut <laughs> saved by the bell reference with Jesse Spano over there. Does it, does it have caffeine no, in it? Somebody <laughs> actually, somebody actually made... Uh, I believe it's called I'm so excited, I'm so scared. And it has a, like this poorly drawn picture of oh, Jesse on there. I don't know what... I can't, give I me can't that. Give who, me that. Just find that I, for I, me. I got to look that up. Oh, somebody, hey, somebody made that. Well, but, here, um, while you find that, here's, here's something for you. Here we go. We, no, you can't do that. Yeah, oh, I can. Yeah, let's, goodness. Yeah, yeah it's ne- never right. works. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, so the problem with Golden Road is, of course, it's not your ordinary craft brewer because they aren't a craft brewer Uh-oh. because they are fully owned by ABI. So, hold on. This is almost like a beer theme park, then, is where I take it. Because, like, Disney World is owned by Disney or ABC Corporation, and it's just 
you can go ride Henry Potter rides and all that other stuff. Here you go to a Budweiser theme park that's based off something else. So it, it's it's basic. It's a obviously yeah. It's, it's ABI just yes. kind of fronting his craft. Here's here's your craft brewery. So uh, this article I brought up or I looked at it was called, it was from uh, wearebrewstuds.com, and the author Chauncey Jackson is basically giving the opinion that you know essentially wanting to tell ABI to take their shit elsewhere, uh, saying that that Belgio Brazilian run multinational just wants to use Golden Road Brewing to lie to people. To of uh, or lie to people of the East Bay to fool them into believing they are bringing great craft beer to this proud city. Um, basically, the point of his piece is that he only wants craft beer in the city, and also pointed out that apparently Google was trying to move into the Oakland area back in 2014, and the city and its Said no, we want citizens didn't want anything to do with that, and basically Google left. So. I mean, it's kind of their thought that if we can stop Google, we can stop ABI. Um, so can they? No. And should they even bother? No. You're, 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 you're comparing. You're, you're comparing apples and oranges in regards to Google versus Anheuser Busch. They're two completely different. It, it wasn't Apple. Sorry, did I say Apple? You yeah, said apples and oranges, but it's not Apple. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> this guy right here. See, I see what he did there. Nice. Um, so, you know, Google, and as you mentioned it in the article, is, is that, you know, when, when a company like Google comes in, the property rates rise, everything rises just because it's such a huge uh, company. Mm-hmm. Whereas Anheuser-Busch, they're just bringing some small town brewery called Golden Road which they're just setting up a shop in in there where they're not going to be hired. It's probably not going to be even as big as the Detroit founders. So with that in mind, you're not going to be hiring thousands of people. You're not going to be bringing in people with loads of money into the city. But again, where do you draw the line of craft versus non-craft? Like I'm, I, I'm pretty much done with the whole founders isn't craft jokes just because it's it's gotten old and it's are you gonna hang it up with my cherry juice yeah i'm gonna hang it up with your cherry yeah, juice right next that, to it for sure that should have hung up two months ago <laughs> it should have hung up the day after it happened <laughs> so but but that's the thing though is, is that you have this this brewery they're opening and that's it it wh- whoever owns it it doesn't really matter at this point as long as they produce good beer and if they don't they're gonna go under i i think if they just do what i said and consider it like a save by the bell theme park brewery that's the best way to do it. People understand that's what it is because, okay, you know, no brewery is going to be able to have the ability to pair with something so nostalgic to, you know, late 20-somethings as ABI. So they're doing something just like Disney does, just like MGM, just like Universal Studios do. They take something everybody loves. They make a ride or some sort of amusement park attraction around it. That's all they're doing right here. So – just, I, I'm kind of getting tired of the whole. It's not like that. I said I'm, I'm going to go out and drink a, a dirty thirty of Bush Light tomorrow, which I might. Um, but I really just wish these. You know, we don't want a big corporation in our area. People just need to tap the brakes there. Right. Yeah. yeah right? But and 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 exactly. Why not start doing these things in places where people actually want you? You know, why are you going to go to a place like with that? It's annoying and I hate to hear it, but why are they wasting their time for in an area that 
doesn't want the help, doesn't need the help. You know. Yeah, you said it's in Oakland we're, though. We're comparing yeah. Oakland slash the Bay Area yeah. to where you're right. Yeah. You know, if it, you could even you could even say Detroit versus Troy. You know, Detroit. But well, one, what was the high school in Saved by the Bell? Bayside. Bayside. You got to put it by yeah. the bay. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, uh, the Golden Road one, the the Anheuser Busch one, isn't uh, the the Saved by the Bell themed one. This is right. No, that's else. that's. Oh, I thought that was no. Same. That's to Mescal. Oh, yeah. Then, one, one of the yeah. breweries. Yeah, that I think doesn't we're, we're merging that. stories here. Are they yeah. calling this one Valley? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Valley High. The like, Valley High. Valley uh, Brewing Company. <laughs> The rival brewery. Create your own rival brewery with like its own like flip the fade, flip the beer handle number fifty eight to see if you guys compete. Wow. All right, we're gonna take a, a quick break though. We'll be right back with the AC Slatter podcast, and we are back. Episode eighty one of the Better on Draft podcast. As always, segment three when he's here is uh, Matt Bush with uh, five questions. Um, I don't know if we have music going yet because yeah, we on. do. The headphones are dead. Um, but so in honor of our Veterans Beer Company, I did a battle-themed uh, five questions here. Okay. Hoorah. 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 So um, in and World, yeah, so, uh, <laughs> World War II is the, th- is World War II is the theme, Rob, as he re-enters. Can't see him. He, he blends in with the Call background. Call of Duty. Ooh. So talking Brit- about a shirt. That's what we're talking about. <laughs> so Britain's Royal Navy in 1944 launched the most ambitious plan for supporting soldiers with beer during World War II. Anticipating a long war in the Pacific with impending shortages of beer for sailors in the high seas. Two ships were built or were outfitted rather with what they called Davy Jones Brewery and were stationed in this North American city. This what North city? American city. Davy Jones Brewery, this North American city. Obviously, it's got to be, uh, I'm guessing, a port city. Charlotte. I'm I don't know. What's I'm guessing Boston. Boston. See, I was going to say Boston. Too, Boston. I was thinking Boston. Uh, I think we're all going with Boston. Boston. I think okay, so. You, we're all wrong? You missed right the thing where I said, uh, worried about supplying soldiers with, with beer the in the Pacific. Pacific. Oh, shit. That, that would be So a, let's go ahead and try to. Maybe they want to go all the way around. I don't know. That's what the Panama <laughs> Canal's for. I got to tell you, the military does some weird th- things. Wait, you said this was World War II. <laughs> he said, World yeah, War he II. said North yeah, American, shit. so I'm going to go with Vancouver. So Hawaii isn't a thing at that point, right? It is. No. Well, 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 Hawaii's not, not a then. state. But that's where Japan's kind of No, I meant there wasn't much left at that point. Oh, yes. I don't think that's a joke. I think you can't still say that joke. Sorry. It's been too <laughs> hasn't been long enough. Um, Does that mean like Abraham Lincoln jokes are off? Well, so, yeah, so no. it, could, it could be a bay. It could be at the bay, bay Area. So it could be San Francisco. I, I'm still going with Vancouver because he said North America. And I don't know why you would have said North American if it wasn't. In. Mm, it could be a trap. That's true. It's a trap. It's a, it's tra- it's a trap. I want to say Seattle. Rob, do you have a thought? Do you want to break the tie? <coughs> Greg, do you want to break the tie? No. <laughs> no, I, okay. no, I don't. One of you are right. Mm. One of you are right. So it's Vancouver. I'm going with Vancouver. He would have said America. Um, I'll, I think I think we know Matt enough. Fine. I, no. I want to go with, with you because you're the, 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 the main host of this show. I'm the, the main host. And, you just and, I, I, and, I, and I hope you're wrong. So you know, you know, like, you know ah, your ah, name comes you before mine in the intro, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> And Dan comes first. Yeah, He's been yeah. MIA for a few uh, yeah. All right. So we're going to go Vancouver. Uh, um, 
I'll stick with him yeah. just because those same damn reasons. It's Vancouver. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a hot lead. Read you like a book. Got Look him. At that. All right. All right. All right. All right. So, <laughs> what? Because your name's Matt. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey. Oh, okay. all right, all right, what? all right. What? I didn't put those together. Um, so, number question number two. Um, I know we've had a problem with our centuries in the past, but I, I did the research. What nineteenth century? So the eighteen hundreds. Oh, you said military. I was thinking military century, like on the wall walking. Huh? Ah. A century. Is Just a oh, no, that... no, not not a century with an S. Okay, a century with a C. Gotcha. Sorry. I've... Military. What 19th century army leader once said, an army travels on its belly? I have no idea. God, my boot camp instructor would be pissed right now. <laughs> I, I have no idea. So 1800s, General Robert E. Lee. I don't know. I was going to say Lee just because I'm thinking of something. I don't know. It's the only one I could really think of. About what foreign nineteenth century army leader once said, "An army travels on its belly." Foreign army leader, Greg. Oh. What are the famous? Oh my God, yeah. army leaders of the nineteenth century in Europe? Oh jeez, I didn't know it was going to be one of these podcasts. It's probably the only guy that Nick could look eye to eye with. It's fucking Napoleon. Napoleon. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch! No, Napoleon. Was why? why that he wasn't why that short. I was gonna say, why Napoleon is it what did short. it was a short joke? That's when we're all like Napoleon. Because I, I don't know why he's always attributed with being so short. That's, when that's, dude, that's, that's you know, and now I remember something like that well, I, after the fact. I hindsight. swear he was like five ten. All right, short. so. Rob, don't you don't have to worry about pouring that too much of brown because you got something else. Yeah, I, no, I already ah, accidentally shit. tasted it on the break. It, it tasted like you know so, wheat and apples. Wheat and apples. Yeah, which is really freaking weird. Quill wheaten and apples. <laughs> That'd be Woot Stout. Woot Stout. And that is way too light for Woot Stout. Yeah. What? It tastes like flat as shit. Oh. <laughs> what branch of the military was founded in a bar? The the Revolutionary Army. Branch of the military. Branch of the Branch military. Of the military. So uh, that wouldn't be a... The Army? The Marine Corps. The Marine Corps. Ooh. Was founded in Tun Tavern. They got... Uh, when they did it, they got their order. And uh, so here's some knowledge. If you kick that out, I would have known that. <laughs> but uh, so they, they started signing people up, and people would just wake up on ship. Oh. Because they had no idea that they had signed up for the Marine Corps. Sounds way back. Wow. So they were covered in semen at that point. Jeez. They were surrounded by semen. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So, so take, yeah, take yeah, a sip this, of this take, beer. Take a sip I of this fantastic no beverage. I, like, I, 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 I definitely I, get the apple, but it, it just everything. It tastes so flat. So it, it tastes like three-year-old Mott's. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just for full disclosure... On Wikipedia, the page just says page issues. So um, I don't think anybody has ever edited this page because it's so DGAF about this coverage. <laughs> like St. Ides is like, damn, you. It's So it's not St. Ides. It's your clip. <laughs> I, I, I have absolutely nowhere to start with this beer. Like, I... I don't even think it, it doesn't even taste like a beer. It tastes like a flat, angry orchard, but it, 
Angry Orchard's got to have something on its Wikipedia. Yeah. It, it tastes like flat Angry Orchard. It tastes like if you would put like two drops of apple juice in a thing of vodka and just shook it up. No, no. You know what this t- this tastes like if you got if you put some type of cider in one of those frozen glasses when you go to our beer is 32 <laughs> degree uh that twin peaks right. yeah yeah that that's what this tastes like is that all the flavor has been killed by the cold and well, now it's just I flat. can assure you that all the flavor has been killed in the process of making it <sighs> I have no idea Jeez, what, what, is, what does it smell like anybody uh, any smelling notes see, which, one of my friends went to twin peaks and I pulled a mat and said on purpose on purpose <laughs> Well, they do have a, a great scenic view there. You go to the under the kilter. Uh, what's what's the the Scottish Hooters? Tilt the kilt. Tilt the kilt. So you got the Scottish Hooters. You got the Nordic Hooters, which is uh, or the Lumberjack Hooters, yeah, which Lumberjack is Twin Peaks. I I have an absolute like I'm at a loss here. I'll give you a clue. It's in a 24 ounce bottle. Well, I I, I saw the bottle. And I'm picturing it, and I feel like I can't I can't come up with. It. I I can't come up with a single item. I feel like this is the one thing where I've just tried it I, and vowed never to drink it again. This is gonna be like <laughs> the, the, this seems this like is the first quit. This, this is like a I know quit? We, we haven't even thrown a question out yet, and he's can't even. Come oh, up I to... I can't even come up with something to break it down because I I can't even think of. Uh, like where it's it's in the singles. It comes in a glass bottle. Mm-hmm. And it's a 24-ounce glass bottle. It's like carbonated apple drink. Yeah, that's the thing, though, yeah. is, is that it doesn't have any flavor to it. That's... that's. He's pulled the bottle out. But still in it's still in the flavor. It's a clear 24-ounce bottle. It's pretty clear. It, it's still Corona apple. No, I'm just kidding. That's not a <laughs> Corona <real>. apple? <laughs> did, you, did you put an apple drop instead of a lime drop into a Corona and then serve it to <laughs> Damn us? Damn it. Is that what I was did I accidentally did? Oh, my gosh. I have Ugh. absolutely no idea. What's the rules? Do I have to finish this? No, you just no. Don't. <laughs> no, we just we just have to ask two questions oh. to try and figure out what the hell this thing is. But it's I... it's supposed to be in a glass. Oh, hold on, 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 hold on. This is where the idea spurns right now. So I'm gonna, I'm going to ask a question, and of course, it's either going to be I got it or I'm so far off base it's not even funny. Is this? Brewed in America, I believe it is. You believe it is. Uh, let's see. So take that for what it is. According the United the, States of America, according to their Wikipedia page, is this brewed in the United uh, States of America? I'm just going to go ahead and say it's an American beverage. Okay. Uh, it's also in the UK, but it is owned by an American company. It is owned by an American company, but it's also in the UK. I'm going to go ahead and guess that. Yeah. I'll tell you, it's not one of the conglomerates. Okay, so that that, that goes away because, well, hold on. I'm, I'm trying to figure out who owns Stella. Stella's a Budweiser product. Okay, so it's not Stella because I was going with Stella Cider. No, this is not Cidre, by the way. Whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't care. Trenton, New Jersey, and also Norfolk, Virginia. Trenton, New Jersey, and Norfolk, Virginia? Starting in the so it's not a major. In the 1939 is when it's not a Paps. It's not Sam Adams. Well, Paps is a major. Uh, Well, no, it's. I mean, when I meant it's not. I'm saying it's not the a Sab Miller A B family. So okay, it's outside that conglomerate. I I have. 
do, do you have any tasty notes? Like, I can't. I, I might be way off, but it tastes like a wine cooler, something along that line. Well, it is known to be, it is a, uh, it is brewed with yeast more commonly used in wine fermentation. So you, uh, you are right in that category. I, that might be a clue to its name. Apple wine yeast, wine wine yeast, wine beer yeast. with wine yeast. See, but it's just this whole apple thing I can't get off of, and I know it's obviously it's not Reds, it's not Balakes, it's <laughs> not Balakes. <laughs> the only other apple-ish beer I can think of is Strongbow. Oh no. my! Does Strongbow no. come in those tall? No, I don't. I don't think it does. That's that does not taste like Strongbow. That's, okay, that's all Nick I can knock think of. that down. All right, well, I'm out then because I got nothing. That that's all I could really. Right. That's all I can. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and kick this one to you again. The name also reminds you that this is this yeast is more commonly used with wine fermentations. Like you're you're saying it, and I'm still not. <laughs> like I know what you're we saying. Only, we only have 16 mm. minutes left, too. Like I, oh. I don't, I I have no idea. Are we gonna submit? Have I have I have I called you into a submission? Uh, we'll we'll, we'll say let's like, question number two is is it a strongbow product? It's not a strongbow product. Okay, I, that I, I know you did. I'm just I'm just going for. I have no apple wine. This is not. It has nothing to do with apples. Throw names just, out. Just, just throw it. Just sticking just, it out on the board. What do you got? Probably something stupid. Champagne. Oh my god! The fuck this ninja. Uh, <laughs> timeout. <laughs> Your guys' yeah. questions. These games are tough. You're, you you're just in, you're in timeout, Matt. For you a just moment. brought champagne. So before, before, we, before we go to question four or five, um, is anything going on with Veteran Beer Co. in the Metro Detroit area? <laughs> Um, oh, that's, know, that's, Matt, Matt's in timeout. That's so your ass. Talk. Hold up, because he's getting right into this. So that's your ass. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just sit back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, I would recommend if you're looking to get involved with a local veteran charity and actually be able to try our products, stop in. Uh, it's at the Emerald Theater, May 6th. The Vets Returning Home Country Concert Series. Uh, plus, we're on a lot of uh, beer of the months coming in, leading into Memorial Day weekend at the end of May. Uh, so keep an eye out for us. And if you're interested in trying veteran beer, we are able to be at all your favorite locations. So make sure you ask. And ideally, they already have it. Um, so ask for if they have veteran beer and uh, ask for your favorite one. If it's Blonde Bomber, Freedom Road, Hooya IPA. And actually, believe it or not, quite a few even restaurants are taking on Bunker Buster in those 16-ounce cans. Nice. Uh, so that'll be a lot of fun. You can... you can uh, <laughs> Not yet. I recommend our next uh, limited-release beer also be on draft as well. So I hope they take uh, note. And uh, You can find them on Twitter at Vets Beer. You can find them on Instagram, Veteran Beer Co., as well as VetBeerCo.com. Matt, you're out of timeout, so we can go into question four now. All right. Uh, <laughs> come on, it's Champale. Everyone's seen this. Champale. No, I've never no. heard of it. <laughs> never heard it's of it. No, it's on tap, believe I've, it or not. I've heard of it. I've heard of it. I've and, never heard of it. And I'm, I'm utterly disgusted it. that I've now had Champale. <laughs> well, I wouldn't believe that was a beer. If you, if you told me that I could have put that as anything, I wouldn't have put that as a beer. All right. Due to their pre-war ritual of drinking beer... Many ancient armies often fought while naked, shedding their clothes with their inhibitions. Which of the following cultures did not do this? 
teams, the Vikings, the Scots, or the Celts? The Scots. Sound like some complete Saturnale shit going on right there. Sorry, Rob, this is a white person. I thought we were still talking about the wine. <laughs> no, that into the question. They were not drinking I'm, champagne on the 12th. Hey, hey as, as far as I know, champagne is the reason I'm here. I have no idea. So oh, I'm, I'm going to go with Scottish. I'm going to go with Vikings. Uh, Maybe because it's too cold. I mean... Iceland, Scotland, and Ireland are all pretty cold places, so yeah. I don't. I think you're getting shriveled wherever you're going. Yeah. All right. So mm. one of you guys are right. So do you guys <laughs> want to be expected? So it's not the Celts. It's either the Vikings or the Scots. Did not do it. Scots. I'm going to go with our guest and say the Vikings. I was going to go with the Vikings. It is the Scots. Oh, oh man! Why Every we, time. Ah. Should have went with me. Should have went with me. I'm uh, the smart so, one here. Um, Let's get question. some Afghan knowledge in here. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, I don't think anything is beer related in Afghanistan. Yeah. Do they have beer? No. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I guess uh, my last question kind of circles back to kind of one of your, your, your founding story. Um, a lot of macro beers, especially around now, the summertime, July 4th, always promote the military. This one's for you, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I know Mike's Hard Lemonade is now doing something with their boots, boots campaign. Um, is it all good because it supports the military, or is it, or is there ever a place where it's crossing the line of just patronizing and patting them on the back just to get their dollars back into the company? I guess that's the last like kind of debate question. Like, not really is there a yes or no, but well, me personally working for this company, I see it all the time, and uh, that it's it's just seen as a gimmick. So so many people are, are jaded by the whole drink for your troops but have nothing to do with it and as a, a perfect example you know people always tell tell me you know right away and, and even when i started with the company we need to get out to all the vfws legions and vets etc and uh sure we can do well at some but some you know have people that are just used to drinking what they're drinking and others have like my own vfw i'm the service officer i just became the the trustee uh this last last week ago at St. Clair Shores VFW the Bruce Post shout out is that the one on, on, on Jefferson uh, beautiful I, I location I have to come see you I have questions for you yeah they, it's the largest in the state and the 14th largest in the country now hmm. my my the the um, commander Randy Schaefer he's, he, he's like knew I work for the company they have most of our products in not all of it but I don't hard push uh, but he's like I want your signage everywhere so I just gave him some he put it up everywhere and we had an individual going around. I was even there. Was going around taking all the signs down. Oh. And someone said, "What are you doing?" He goes, "This has nothing to do with veterans. They just says veterans. It doesn't help veterans." So they're like, "Greg, come over here." I'm like, "Hey, what's going on?" He said, "He doesn't think uh, your company has anything to do with veterans." So I explained it to him. He goes, "He leans over. He goes, yeah, you're going to need to put a new sign in the John.'" I, accident- <laughs> I accidentally took it down. I go, "I didn't even put that up there. I'm not going back in the bathroom to go put a sign up. Are you kidding?" And uh, but that just reminded me about whole, the whole thing, and that I think goes back to the question. In to an extent, it it, it jades people that there's everything mm-hmm. is a gimmick. Drink for the troops, but have nothing to do with it, you know. And right. and when it comes to and again, when I talk about the the Budweiser thing, that is a true story. It's I would not turn away that six hundred thousand dollars to go to veteran charities. That's great. That's amazing. But again, it's how much are they spending? What are they really doing? Is it a gimmick? Are they doing it just this time because they know? Well, sure, if they might care, but we, they only do it during that gimmicky time, mm-hmm. then that's what's... You know, why aren't they doing it all year? If you can give a dollar per bottle, you know, and there's some others that uh, 
they say, oh, we give our, uh, you know, proceeds to our pro- uh, of our profits. Are they profitable? Because if they're not, you know, 50%, 100% of nothing is still zero. zero exactly. You know? And that's why we do the 10% top line. So I say, you know, a thousand cases go out the door sold. I have to give equivalent of a hundred away, no matter what, whether we're profitable or not. Now, I remember kind of off that topic, uh, there was a big issue with paid patriotism with the uh, NFL, the MLB, where they would bring, you know, service member so-and-so has come home to surprise his wife or so yeah. and so forth. And in St. Louis, there was a big issue with um, the serviceman coming home. I don't, I can't recall his, call his name, but he was part of the Bush family. I think he had married into, or he was one of them. So in St. Louis, at Bush Field, Sergeant Bush was coming home to greet his fiance or his wife. Yeah. And it's kind of like, yeah. that's, you know, great and all. Well, you know, I'm glad yeah. to see that soldier is no longer in battle if he was ever in battle. But, you know, there are a lot of, I'm some sure. Of, some lot- of that, it's like, you know, who else would they pick? You know, if they own the place, why wouldn't they do that for you know, their own person. And I think a lot of that stuff is great. You know, why don't stop doing that. You know, when I came home from Afghanistan and Iraq, when I got off the plane, the news was there, the local news was there and, and, and greeted me and said hello and, and interviewed my family and stuff. And that stuff's great. So, you know, I don't think you could really, you know, stop doing one for the other because, you know, it took my family to call to have the news there. So, of course, if, if your father-in-law, whoever uh, owns the place, why wouldn't they do something like that? I think, you know... Well, we had it like uh, a mutual friend of Nick and I's, Brock, when he came home from uh, the Marine Corps, he did a tour in Afghanistan and like the news was there. Um, they uh, Hooters donated girls to... Uh, I didn't pet, get the Hooter to, girls. No. To, like they, they, the Hooters donated <laughs> girls so to, to serve beer. Um, so, you know, they had this huge coming home thing for him. Um, so it, it always like the, like that kind of stuff. Obviously, you know, the, the cutting of the onions. I remember um, seeing it at Ford Field. Um, I went to a game and they they did it as not necessarily a prank, but a like celebration. Oh, by the way. Yeah, he's home. Well, and and, and, and I think all that stuff is great. And I'm sorry if I if I cut you off. I tend oh, to do that fine. quite a bit. But uh like to to go back, like I would never, I don't, I don't, I think they all should do that. You know, everybody should do that. But it's just when they do it as the gimmick, because hey, we can capitalize it now. But I, I almost, I'd rather them almost sometimes do that. Well, than isn't not that do what it. we were talking about with yeah. Saint Clair Shores? With the Shores, it yeah, is you that- you need so, everybody's looking for something to promote. I mean, this is a business. You know, we're not a charity. You know, so we are not. You know, we're selling our product out on the, in the street, so we want people to buy it. And uh, and that's the everyone's trying to do that. They're trying to have why why am I why am I going to bring your product in? Are people asking for it? How can I market it? Is it good? What's the story behind it? You know, and and everybody's looking for that. So if they could be given to veterans, I think that's a great thing. It's just the, the if it's just a straight gimmick, then then I, I don't have any time. But for I guess it. where's the line? Like I, I, there's a one of the accounts that I go to. It, it's not in the beer industry, uh, but it's a party store, and it says. You know, this one's for you, and there's five faces, and they're all people in military garb. Is yeah. that just kind of like, you know, just kind of saying, you know, placating to them or saying? I, yeah, I, I, I think stuff like that, like, what are they really doing? To me, when I see that, I would think, like, every day I, I go into my own VFW, and it's the the, the company I talk about is the, the Budweiser that helped yeah. start the, the company. And it's like, yeah, drink for your vets, salute your vets or whatever. And what exactly are they doing? Now, they probably have these great statistics on what they give to, but how much are they really they're spending to show that? I, I think they, you know, it needs to be more realistic. 
Now, there's one, um, I guess, one question I had, because obviously, you know, being owned by by veterans, run by veterans, um, there are other, obviously, other veteran-owned breweries that yeah. are out there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, I guess, for example, Honor Brewing, Young Veterans Brewing, uh, Veteran Veterans United Craft Brewery, Dog Tag, Dog Tag. tag. I mean, have have any of them reached out to you in terms of trying to do any type of collaboration or any idea that you might want to do any collaboration with them? I'm I'm not particularly aware of. That's they wouldn't reach out to me directly, and if they did, I would pass it along uh, to you know my founder, CEO, our brewmaster, things like that. But you know, all of you know, all of that's great. Employing veterans—that's why we do this. We do it to headline, you know, to showcase veterans. So all of that is a, a great thing uh we just think what well, what we do no one does it like it and and i don't know the truth you know i've never seen this to the story but when i first started um we we heard rumor that there was another brewery that uh was like us that actually to- were telling people they were us so people oh. were like oh the, we you know we've had veteran beer before but they weren't exactly they were they they didn't hire exclusively veterans and they didn't give what mm-hmm. we gave but it just sounded better to sound like yeah we well, you know sure we're with them you yeah. know um so you know I think all of that stuff is great. As long as you're giving, as long as you're hiring veterans. And and look, you don't have to be 100% owned and operated by veterans. You don't have to be a veteran company. Hire veterans. Take a look at them. If you have a resume coming in, if it says veteran on it, give them the second look, bring them in, and they might be the right person, even though they might not have the experience you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Okay. And drink veteran beer. Now, before we go, <laughs> I'm going to give you a lead. A great place to, t- to try to sell veteran beer would be North Center Brewing Company. In Northville, Michigan, just south of Baseline Road on North Center Road over in, in Northville, Michigan. So go there. Oh. Maybe they'll at least take your bottles. Maybe you're even your cool cans. But I'm sure they'll love the uh, the tap handles. Well, they'll, they'll definitely love the tap handles. And that's something, you know, I got especially it right, right? you got it all right. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know. You know, being in Michigan and trying to, like, expand a little bit more in Michigan, it might even behoove you to try to collaborate with some local breweries to bring veteran beer to yeah. veteran beer brewed in Michigan to Michigan. We and, and in my tours, like, going around to different locations trying to get in, uh, the grind, um, there's a few breweries that they only keep their own tap handles, but if they're doing so well, they can't brew fast enough. That's where maybe a guest tap would, would make sense. Or mm-hmm. we're not opposed to, you know, you hear a lot of uh, breweries doing it, but sending in our master brewer collaborate yep. because, you know, we're, you know, and that's, again, it goes back to when I go into locations, you know, we give that 10%, you know, whether they're promoting veterans or not, that money, that, that, that money's going, you know, if they're promoting, we're promoting, that's, that's double dipping. But that's great for the veterans. So why not? Mm-hmm. You know, we're absolutely up for partnering with locations. And, and, and there's that. also a lot of breweries that now do feel good taps, which is their donation tap, their tap yeah. that uh, yep. donates to a local charity. So definitely something to uh, look into. Um, we are wrapping up, Greg. I do appreciate you no, uh, coming on. We're not going the... three hours. We're not going three hours tonight. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, I do yeah. appreciate. I have to be up early for World Expo of Beer. I got to go up to Frank. We'll have fun. So, yeah. uh, go check out uh, the judging tomorrow. So we'll be definitely posting a lot about that. Uh, we'll also be at the Beer Fest at the Ballpark in Lansing, as well as the Big Brew Festival. I'll I be there. It is, in uh, Homage Park at Orange. I will be at Zoo Brew in a few weeks. You'll be at Zoo Brew. You got tickets. Sold I, got, out. I got tickets. Yeah, I, I did got, not. I That's got a Friday tickets. night. 
Uh, you'll be seeing me do some stuff on uh, Facebook Live, I guess. You'll see some stuff posted up there. Well, we'll be live here at betterondraft.com. I'll, be, so. I'll, I'll, I'll do a, a live correspondence if uh, you guys want me to. No, that's okay. You can go, you can go drink with the, the giraffes. <laughs> you can go drink with the uh, giraffes, the elephants. Yeah. Or the the badger. Or the badgers up in – not the badgers, the well, otters. Real quick, what, what is yeah. the only the penguins. animal at the zoo that actually consumes alcohol? There is one. The only animal at this I human being, like, besides the human being, <laughs> yeah. oh. true, the kangaroo. It is actually the elephant. They actually ferment alcohol in their trunks. Really? Huh? Huh? The Fun more the you know. And now, do you drink it Start when they're done, or <laughs> they pass it, they, do they pass it around? I'm I'm intrigued by this. So, uh, elephant we'll, ale. We'll definitely talk about this off the air, but uh, <laughs> definitely like us on Facebook, Facebook.com, Better on Draft, Twitter, Better on Draft, Untapped, Better on Draft podcast, Instagram, Better on Draft, as well as like us on iTunes, leave a review. This helps us get uh, out a little bit more. Uh, don't forget to thank you, our sponsors, North Center Brewing, Brown Iron Brew House, and Zatuna Liquor. And also Schoolcraft College. At Schoolcraft College, yes, with our uh, sponsorship, scholarship, excuse me, not sponsorship. Yeah. We're Scholar- giving, out. It's, We're it's giving money. It's, it's another ask. We're giving away money. So uh, no Go matter what you think. veterans beer wherever it is sold. Yep, and no matter what you think of your beer, we think it's better on draft. <laughs> Have a good night.